there. Hello, Eric here, letting you know that Saturday, August 13th, I will be heading down to the Washington, D.C. area to be part of the Chad Duke Show 500th episode, live at the Tally Ho Theater in Leesburg, Virginia. There'll be rides and attractions, nonstop action, shows, animals, fireworks, too. It's about the most fun thing you can do. So round up the kids down to the Tally Ho Theater. Yeah, hello? What the hell are you doing? What? Where did you get this copy? I wrote it. There are no fireworks. Okay. Why the hell would we have animals? What would they even do? And there is no way in hell anyone is going to bring their kids. Yeah, but... (sighs) Come on, man. Get it together. Fine. 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 Hit the music. Everything I just said, well, that's not going to be part of the Chad Duke Show 500th episode. Live on August 13th, maybe, I don't know at this point, at the Tally Ho Theater. Location could change, who knows, in Leesburg, Virginia. It may move there, too. Monk's bald head will be there. Ant-Man's giant pants will be there. Jester and his catchphrase will be there. And Christmas blow molds will just be everywhere. Guaranteed to raise a ruckus, and a good time will be had by all. So head over to tallyotheater.com right now to get tickets. This event will sell out, okay? How was that? See, that read was perfect. Just like your shirt. (laughs) You dick. Welcome to the fastest hour in radio on the Chad Duke Show. 737, come on, water the sky. Won't you take me down to Memphis on a midnight ride? I want Having a touch of cognitive dissonance here. This fucking, um... Aaron Rodgers' story just dropped relatively soon to the beginning of the show, uh-huh. um, and it's not necessarily something that I would discuss on this show, but um, damn if it's not a weird one. I guess he's on the ayahuasca tip, uh, Oh, but also he's dating a, a chick named Blue of the Earth. Um, it's a good thing it's of the, not most of the. And that would be a completely different connotation, but uh, sure, sure. She's a wacky one. I, I don't, I don't get the dating the crazy broad thing. And he, uh, he also dated Danica Patrick. Like he also doesn't talk to his family. Like he's a weird cat. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I mean, this is in the wake of obviously the the internet had a field day with his, you know, Nicholas Cage and Con Air look as he arrived at camp. Yeah. By the way, how many lame fucking uptight sports guys had to pretend like they knew what he was doing? <laughs> they had to pretend like he knew what Cam- who Cameron Poe was. Um, and so, so stupid. So, uh, yeah, so this is maybe he's just I feel like every summer, maybe he's just trying to be as weird and offbeat as possible. I, he did. I, he he did himself this time. Yeah. I mean, I thought the vaccination stuff was going to, you know, was polarizing. Now he's talking. I don't even think it's. I think ayahuasca is illegal. Um, so I guess it depends on where you are. I know, but he's still got a contract. True. You know, with the NFL, where he's not allowed to do. If you're in South America, please feel free to yeah. do as much hallucinogenic, psychotropic drugs as you'd like. And then I, I got I to gotta deal with fucking fan of radio. I posted the story in the chat. He's like, what's the big deal? And it's like, yeah, I get it, dude. You you you. You watch Joe Rogan every day. I understand. You like you like to hallucinate. You it's like to be you. in the sensory deprivation tanks. I get it. Aliens and, and uh, DMT demons and dwarves. I get it. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> it is the fastest hour in radio. We're going to put this up. Not only is the uh, bonus show this week, but it will be the Friday episode of the Chad Duke show. So people get a chance to hear it uh, outside of the paywall. I enjoy the show. always enjoy doing it with Loud Goats. And uh, I'm excited for people to hear it. So if you're cool with that, Goat will 
throw it up there and dump it into the iTunes and the uh, Spotify algorithm and such. No, absolutely. I have no objections. There's my friend Youth, who I got to hang out with on Sunday as we uh, we, we watched that. I want to get your thoughts on that, Coach, but uh, thank you for coming. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very pleased to be here. Good. As good. opposed to in traffic or in any other you know seat that I'm usually sure. in. Sure. I've been in some bad seats, and uh, this is <laughs> this one's okay as far as they come. There's Jimmy J. Hello, hey, dear boy. Hey, dear boy. Hey, dear boy. How are you? That's a that's a big off white shirt you got on today. I noticed that. That's kind of greenish though. Don't Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. That's not the full Mister Yuck. You only, I know you no. only wear that out for special occasions. <laughs> it it well, kind of changes tones as you look at it. Yeah, in different, different I just thought it was. Light. I yeah. thought it was just one like a white shirt that he mixed in with a load that he shouldn't have. <laughs> you know, that's possible. It's very old. Okay, very good. Any new clothes anytime in the near future? No, probably not. Yeah. It's a priority list, man. I mean, sure. Come on. I want to have a, a depression a depression off between our guy Jimmy J and Lewis Tully. We're gonna see Aww. how that goes. I love them both. <laughs> I love them both so much. But wow, sometimes I get really depressed. I'm like, well, it could be worse. Um, so welcome, <laughs> welcome to the program. Goj and I will take you through. Uh, it's the fastest hour that you'll experience all week. We'll go through all the stories. I mean, a lot to us. Uh, real quick, go. We I had, had a chance to do a little read and react on uh, the show about. Ric Flair's final match, but we watched that together. What were your uh, lasting impressions of it? I think it was better than I had anticipated it being. Agreed. Uh, it was nowhere... Like, you mentioned it on uh, on Monday. I guess you, you did a recap, and, and the real concern was as he was walking down the aisle. Sure. And I think everybody, maybe across... The entire uh, fandom of professional wrestling, if they were, if they had their eyes on that, there was a bit of concern. I, I see. Here's what's crazy, Goat. I don't agree because I didn't see anyone else talking about it. I, I read a lot of people's reactions to it, and they mentioned him being gassed. Mm-hmm. But you and I both had the same thought when he was walking down the aisle. He like, looked foggy. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. You know what is going on with this dude? Yeah, and well, and maybe this is one of those rare instances, or maybe a unicorn instance, where the internet decided not to say something. Bad? Yeah, that didn't. Mm. Yeah, there's no chance. Of Very that, but, difficult to yes. believe that. Uh, so it, I, I, I would be surprised if there was not a higher percentage of people who maybe thought that and just didn't say anything because he definitely foggy is the word that I feel most describes how he looked. Coming foggy, down rather ring. groggy. Yes, mm-hmm. he needed help into the ring. Um, so that was uh, it. Was still entertaining, and I thought the rest I, of the card was excellent. Oh, the card was phenomenal. They they did a great job of putting together a lot of different styles. To get uh, a nice mix of, of professional wrestling in, in 2022. And the other three dudes in the main event, I thought it did an excellent job Definitely. to try to do their best. Um, well, that's good to know. So, uh, so much to get to right here at the tippity top. Speaking of the tippity top, uh, Jester, I need your, um, I need you and your powder green shirt to please. I see you're already uh, lock stocked and ready to cock rock. Let's take care oh. of Mark Borger, who. Uh, Thank you to Mark Borger. I'll be able to put the gas money in Jimmy J's uh, car. You do not have to donate, of course, if you would like to. It's chaddukeshow.com. There is a donate tab at the very top, and you can throw us some bucks, and it helps me pay the boys a couple of shekels for their time here tonight, which is always a, a good thing. But uh, Mark Borger, incredibly generous, Jesse. You, of course, have the Bush Light Apple. No free plugs, which you are willing to shotgun for yes. very generous people. Also, condolences to Mark Borger on the loss of his large television. Oh, I, I saw uh, that on uh, social media, yes. It was an old one, though, right? It was. It was. It was an old DLP, and there were a lot of suggestions on how to repair it. I, I think it's just fuck all to let that. It go. Here's how to repair it. They're three hundred bucks at Costco now. <laughs> That's how to repair it. You don't even have to be a baller for real to enjoy that. Jester, uh, I'll give you a very uh, front, uh, uh, straightforward, and professional. Hey there, boy. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Whatever you're ready. I just gave you one. Okay. Hey there, boy. 
What would you want? Another one? <laughs> uh, he's sucking him down like Coca Cola. Nice. I do like the protocol shift of him not doing his own kickoff. Well, he the, can't uh, hate Air Boy himself. Yeah, you end up oh, running God. into. Yeah, you I just can't. I like talking through them. Thank you. Diminish them a little bit. He can't puke in his yeah. own mouth. It certainly seems like that is the case. Uh, thank you to Mark Borger. Very, very generous. Uh, Goat, I believe it is um, usually apropos that you start us off. Are you As fine with that? Tradition dictates. Excellent. Let's kick these tires. Now time is winding down. Man, thank you. It's been a minute. It feels, oh. feels good. It's like... I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> I don't agree with you about this particular song. <laughs> well, you know, you embrace how terrible it is. Sure. And then you get like through the looking glass on it, and it starts to become endearing, and it's terrible. Yeah. And then you so. want to die. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe we're already there. Um, now here's some good news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's actually not good news. We enjoy our streaming services, and in this day and age, I believe Surely. the streaming era, as some people have dubbed era. it, unfortunately. Boy, Paul era. One of our favorites has uh, time and again been HBO Max. Uh, just by the sheer breadth and depth of content that's yes. on HBO Max. There's movies from for decades that you wouldn't have expected to find on a streaming service just at your fingertips. And there's originals and new series and all that great stuff. And uh, I don't know if you're aware, recently Warner Media and Discovery had a huge epic media conglomerate merger. Yeah, that was, uh, was about six months ago, right? Yeah, uh, and the fallout is really starting to show. Uh, I believe in on the heels of some cancellations, there's other things that have happened recently, but the big one is that uh, rumors are really starting to swirl that the future of HBO Max is growing more uncertain sure. as more and more of these decisions come out. Six uh, originals had been pulled. There's series that have been slated to go on there that are now nowhere to be found. And uh, unfortunately, it does really look like this uh, could be the beginning. Six films being removed could mark the beginning of a lengthy list of films and series that are going to get the boot from the streaming service as the new CEO, uh, David Zaslav, looks to consolidate things and make more money. He sounds things. like a villain in Borderlands. It really... <laughs> David Zaslav. Uh, I have some friends who worked, who used to work at Discovery, and they yeah. would agree with you. That oh, he, really? might, he might be uh, right there as far as an inspiration for such a character. I don't know the man or his works. Uh, the bun that everyone was losing their fucking minds about today was, is it Batgirl? Yeah. Well, I don't care about Batgirl at yeah. all, but as far as... Uh, it's goddamn unprecedented what happened where they had a I, I saw different numbers for the budget where it's anywhere from 70 to 90 million dollars this movie is done uh it's yeah. in the fucking can uh michael keaton is in it as batman um it's pretty big brandon frazier's in it mm -hmm. uh and the reason they're saying they canceled it was for a tax exemption yeah. <laughs> which i don't understand at all and sounds like bullshit to me but if you had this thing and you've already paid for it even if it stinks, why not just throw it up on your service? Like, you've already spent the money. I think there's definitely some accounting voodoo that goes on where if you take it as a total loss, you get to write that off. Oh, so it's okay. actually more beneficial to your bottom line to just go, oh, well, this was a failure. We don't even need to put it out there as opposed to trying to go with it. I'm, I'm, I don't work in the accounting department, and I'm just guessing based on things that I've heard in the past where if you can just – write it off then you get to write it off that's a it's, crazy world though yeah and then they're also looking down the barrel at least in the, from a dc perspective not an hbo perspective of 
Uh, they've delayed now, I think, Aquaman and um, what was the other one? They delayed it. Not Black Adam. They delayed something else. And then I, it sounded like that they'd taken a release date off the Flash completely yeah. um, because the guy playing the Flash has lost his fucking mind down in Mexico somewhere. Um, so they don't know if they can release it because they're, yeah, they're either waiting for the heat to <clears throat> to blow over or some pretty heinous stuff that is at least alleged to yeah. be going on with the gentleman. And uh, it's a very weird spot considering how much money is tied up in these properties. I don't know how much one has to do with the other, but yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard of a mo- a, a movie that's finished. You've heard about movies like what is it, Casa de Mi Padre, and then uh, we talked about the uh, the Cloverfield paradox whatever that yeah. was where yep. they like this movie so i think that's sherlock holmes movie they try to do it with that where um with um will ferrell where oh, they God, were the holmes and watson yeah, yeah where they were trying to it was so bad that they didn't want to release it in the theater they wanted to shop it to like a streaming service yeah, i think it came out the week between christmas and new year's because yeah. they knew nobody <laughs> was gonna bother yeah, you see you see movies get dumped like that yeah um when they know it's just a loss but I, i've never seen one just get shelved and i was reading a little bit into it goes i didn't know this was gonna be one of your stories but it was saying that they can't ever in any type of fiduciary scenario, uh, release this thing. Like, it would have to be where they could not net any gain from it whatsoever. Yeah. If it ever did see the light of day. Yeah, they would have. it would have to be so, like, calamitous to put it out there that it's better to just go ahead and write it off. It's, it's really wild. And it does mark a very bottom line-centric focus, which right. is kind of... We're hoping, you know, as fans of HBO Max, we're hoping it doesn't really gut the service, but it feels like they might... Start to get a little, uh, little sneaky with it. Well, I, I, I don't blame when you them read for some, making money, but some of this. I mean, the, the Snyder Cut thing was a bloodbath. We yeah. all know that. <laughs> we we saw the numbers of people that actually watched that thing. But at least now, idiots and mouth breathers, they have something else to scream to be released now. So now it's released. Batwoman, or whatever the fuck it is. So, yeah. congratulations to the idiots and mouth breathers. Now they have a new hashtag that they can follow around on the uh, online. Yeah, I'm just hoping they keep uh, the HBO Max content and the Discovery content. Kind of in separate camps because I don't need to watch all of the seasons of the reality. No, that's a worthless service. Yeah, a a lot of the premium services seem to be that they're like, well, we've got 10 million hours of content and it's 12 seasons of some reality show I've never fucking. It's House Hunters from 20 years ago. It's yeah. Why would I? Why would I ever watch this? It makes no sense. Um, Yeah, I I hope HBO Max uh, sticks around just because they they put movies on there that I like to watch that you don't see pop up everywhere else, but. who knows, man? We we knew this was going to happen, right? Yeah. Everybody can't support a premium subscription service. No, and everybody, uh, you see, whenever something like this happens, people go, well, hopefully we can just sign up for one big streaming service. I'm like, you mean like cable? Yeah, <laughs> there it is. We're going to have live podcasts that you can call into. Right, that's radio. Radio. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Now, Jester, did I see that you actually, did you pull stories? Uh, I did. That was actually one of my stories, so I did a, a little bit of reading on that. You know, I don't like well, to read uh, so yours was specifically about the bat girl yes oh so goat whored you yeah because well, yeah, 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 he sent the email over first so you just fucked him i just did just completely did. you know what dog. I and you did is your first story is yeah. you did it on fucking <laughs> right purpose out of there let's go with a happy shit. camper one yeah it's fine though because the, the take i took after reading the, the take i took the take i took my took (laughs) my took is what took did you take i thought it was more that they wanted to lean more towards not offering the streaming service but moving back into movies going into the theaters and i thought that was the biggest kerfluffle i didn't know about the whole possible app going away it just seemed that why don't they're not going away yet right right right. this is not a good change quite a bit yeah Yeah. this is not a good sign 
But yeah, I think that's also that's part of it on the bottom line factors. They don't want to they want to move away from having things be so accessible right out of the gate for people. Like even if it's a stinker, they go, well, we'd rather write it off than give it to people who aren't going to give us more money to watch it because they don't make any more money. When you stream something on HBO Max, I guess. I think that's well, the... Well, if right. you have the HBO subscription, yeah. Because yeah. you just get it along with your subscription. But I assume there's people that just sign up for HBO Max and pay yeah. them whatever the but monthly service is. But as, as we've said, uh, I think, a couple times on the show in recent weeks, they've already got their money. Right. Whether but, this comes out or not. I'm but sure yeah, they'd like to make more. It'll you move know? the needle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I've never met anyone with enough money, so I, I, would, <laughs> I would assume they want to make... What I was asking you, Jester, is do you have a story? Would it be your turn? Uh, yes, yes, I do All have right, a story. Very good, excellent. Let's get to that. Screw them. This is your time. It's Jimmy's turn. Jimmy's turn. Jim Daddy's turn right now on the Fast Sour Radio. Go ahead, Jim Daddy. Go, Jim Daddy. So we uh, we just mentioned the Ric Flair's last match. We did. And uh, also that same weekend was WWE SummerSlam. And, uh, it it's turned- crazy that I didn't even know that. I fucking I was so ginned up for the Ric Flair match <laughs> that it wasn't until Sunday I started seeing. Oh, I guess SummerSlam was last night. It looks like Brock Lesnar ran into the side of the fucking ring it with is, a bulldozer. It is pretty well, well because they it's a, it was a Saturday, right? And I like that bit. SummerSlam has traditionally been on a Sunday, right. and it was also I think the second WWE show in a row that coincided with a UFC pay per view. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, because the last that one, that's where Vince and all them showed up at yeah. the uh, at the paper. Well, I mean, the, the WWE stuff ends earlier than the, the UFC oh, stuff. Oh, definitely, but for yeah. the most part. Yeah, usually right when the main card's getting into the thick yeah. of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I know, Dukes, you have your, uh, your theories on what's going to happen now that Triple H has taken over that Vince has stepped down. I do. Yeah, you made a mention of people just waiting in line to suck him off. I did? Yes. When did this happen? I believe that was your... Uh, your response to the positive reviews on social media when Tor brought up SummerSlam. Oh. Yeah. Well, I just, the, the over-the-top positive nature is always, uh, it's a little difficult for me to agree with. And if so if Vince was still in control, that wouldn't have been a good pay-per-view. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the positivity is, positivity is continuing because ratings are finally going up for the well, WWE. that's not true. The, rate, the, rate, the ratings up. went up on Monday after SummerSlam. I saw the fucking story. Okay. We'll so, see if it goes up. Let's see if it goes up for SmackDown this week. All right. So then you have to give it a couple of weeks in before yeah. you actually start to think, okay, yeah. maybe there's a time If it's up next, I mean, if it's the same number as it was this week, okay, that's interesting. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to drop right back yeah. down to where it was. I, I saw some reports. There was a lot of positive reaction to the way the show was pacing. So there yes. was a noticeable change in the amount of what happened in the ring versus how much talking there was. And there was actually really good wrestling content. I haven't had a chance to watch. I did not tune in because... Isn't it like five hours long? It's three hours long oh. every week still, which is... No, I meant SummerSlam. SummerSlam oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I did watch SummerSlam. No, this is in the response to the Raw on Monday night okay. following wow. SummerSlam, that there was a lot more wrestling-focused content, which is kind of the hallmark of what Triple H has done, at least in the past, when he ran NXT. Um, with... SummerSlam, I thought the first hour was great. I thought it really started to drag. And I thought the gimmick of the main event with the you know the Earth Mover lifting the ring off the ground and rolling Roman, that was an amazing visual. But the content of the match was very much rinse, wash, and repeat from uh, the, the other se- eight the times those guys. 12 have, times yeah. Roman Reigns has defended the title. So yeah. it kind of lost a little bit of steam outside of the gimmickry for me. But. I, I can see where people would take some some solace and, and maybe a little bit of hope. Yeah, moving that's fine. Forward. Hope yeah. your ass off. Um, the someone put a meme up about the people that 
paid for if you didn't watch it i don't blame you i didn't watch it either <laughs> fucking brock lesnar drives down in this earth mover thing because he's a cowboy now on a steel horse he rides and he fucking <laughs> picked the ring up with the with the bucket i guess and then he jumps off the top mm-hmm. one side of the ring is jacked completely up in the air yeah well you got a bunch of people on that side of the ring that probably paid a lot of money for those tickets. They're just looking at the bottom of the ring. <laughs> right? I mean, you're buying ringside seats to a pay-per-view in Nashville. Uh, what do they do for the main event? They didn't see shit. You get to look up at that big screen. But that th- yeah. then it's above you if you're down that cl- I don't know how many of you have been. You've been to a show in a stadium? I have not. It's and fucking. For, this for, is one of the many reasons you can't see shit. Yeah. First of all, no matter, unless you're sitting on the floor, you might as well have just stayed home. Like I don't know why anyone goes because the ring is the size of a laptop. If you're actually in some seats, <laughs> like it's just it's tiny. The, a WWE ring, if you've never been to a live show, is very small, and they put it in the middle of a football field, so it's even smaller. Like mm-hmm. when you watch these fucking uh, goats, the horrendous shit, the um. The Winter Classic, <laughs> when they put a hockey rink in the middle of a stadium, it's way too small. Yes. Like, if you're way back up it's, in the nose. It's blades. awkward, yeah. So the whole time, you're just watching the Titantron you're or whatever TV. it is. Yeah, you're watching. Yeah. You, you, there is no reason. And I, I learned it on my fourth WrestleMania. Then on the fifth, I said, I don't need tickets. We're not going. Because there's just no reason <laughs> to be there unless you're going to be in the first, I'd say, 20 rows. Well, that goes back to even what Dana White was saying uh, on the last Fortress Film Society, the clip we played, where he goes, yeah, yeah I was just basically, I, I could have been in another county. Yeah. You know, it's like, why, why are you even there? I wonder that every once in a while with a stadium event. And that's why when we had the story a few episodes ago about the million-person stadium, like, what are you doing in the upper yeah, deck but these of the idiots million don't, they, they, they already yeah. don't care. Like, if you're going to yeah. go see the Rolling Stones and you're going to go to FedEx Field, it, unless you're on the floor, you might as well just be at home watching it on TV. I, I guess at least there's a music factor to a, to a concert where you can hear it. There's, it. You're still experiencing what's being made. I mean, I guess you're experiencing the matches, technically. I, I mean, guess. you're hearing the, the stuff move around. I've just, I, I went to the one in Miami where The Rock wrestled John Cena, and I was about an hour in, I realized, I'm just watching this giant yeah. screen. I can't even tell. If you're if you're far enough away from the ring that like people hitting the mat has a Doppler effect, right. where the sound gets to you after you've seen it, then... It, <laughs> that happens, by the way. Yeah, that's, I believe that, it. That's not yeah. even shtick. The one thing uh, in that same press conference that Dana did, uh, he was asked about doing the the, um, the pay-per-view at uh, AT&T Stadium, which is, of course, where the, the Cowboys mm-hmm. play, a big cir- you know, stripper pole stadium. And he said, look... Our guys are fighting in a cage. You, you won't be able to see anything yeah, unless right. you're watching it on TV. And he's like, there's no point. And I actually popped for him saying I that. I agree. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been to UFC fights that are in the basketball or the hockey stadiums. And you can still see the fighters. I mean, yeah. you can still watch it from pretty much anywhere. Yeah, I'd say that's probably its upper limit. Did you watch Raw, Jimmy J? I didn't. I haven't watched Raw, honestly, in a few years. So there's not a been a, there's not a sweeping change for you. It wasn't enough for you to tune in. No, but it, it gets me excited to think that maybe now there's an opportunity if things are changing that that three hours won't seem like such a chore. Maybe knock it down to two then. I mean, you want to talk about pacing. Yeah. You yeah. want to talk about keeping things moving from a programming perspective. Everyone's been – and I know you're giving back an hour worth of primetime television revenue. No one's going to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you care about the product, if you care about the quality of your product, bite that bullet. Two hours is the sweet spot. Yeah. That's what it should be. Very good, very good. All right, where's mine? I think this is mine. Speaking of the stones, by the way, goes, look at that. Time is Almost like it was planned. That's right. I try to... You're going to have to... You guys are going to have to give me a little little bit of room on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no one's going to care about this, but I don't care that you don't care. Um, it's, great great it's, lead in. Yeah, it's yep. Evo. 
which is... Uh, hey, wait a minute. It's Goat Super Bowl. Well, hold on. I haven't gotten to the part you don't care about oh, yet. Oh, okay. Um... You're going to Evo, correct? I am. I am indeed. Is it next weekend? It is this coming weekend. This coming weekend. Yes. The uh, was it, was that the fifth, sixth, and seventh? Okay. And it's in Las Vegas. In fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Was surprised how many people don't know what Evo is. Um, maybe they're not into it, but uh, it's a pretty big event, and I think it's gotten as big as a lot of any kind of convention that's out there now. Yeah, there was one year the finals for Street Fighter V, I think it was the first year that Street Fighter V was out, uh, that it was on, e the finals were on ESPN2. I remember that. On a Sunday yeah. evening. Which I do was remember that. the wildest thing I could have considered. It's a fighting game tournament where yes. they have like, uh, what do they have, like eight or nine games? Uh, and, well, there uh, are nine official games and then there's tons of side tournaments and people bring their own stuff and run their own events on the show floor it's, it's like throughout when, the weekend. Yeah, it's like Royal Rumble or WrestleMania weekend where everyone that pops up at those shows all around because yeah. there's a shitload of wrestling fans there. So um, Mortal Kombat uh, 11 is going to be there, which is interesting because it came out in 2019. It's mm -hmm. fucking, you know, in video game years, it's old as dirt. <laughs> um, and this report came out, I think it was from IGN, where it said uh, Tekken, Street Fighter, Guilty Gear, and Mortal Kombat are all expected to make announcements during EVO 2022. Mm -hmm. Those are probably the biggest fighting games on the planet. Ed Boon, who is the uh, the president and creator, of course, of NetherRealm Studios, makes Mortal Kombat, makes Injustice, came out and said, except Mortal Kombat, sorry, he tweeted that out. Now, he's a liar, and he likes trolling <laughs> people online. He enjoys kayfabe, yes. Th there's no reason to believe, they they've been horrific about communication with their fan base for well over a year. Um, they don't seem to be doing anything at all other than just shooting down rumors of what they could potentially be doing. Um, so there's no reason not to believe him. Here's what's indescribably frustrating if you're a fan about this. This is Mortal Kombat's 30th anniversary this year, right now. Right. It's the 30th anniversary of this game. And you wouldn't know it. Wow. You wouldn't fucking know. Yeah. And to watch these other, I, I've bitched about this before, but you watch these other franchises that just crank out content <laughs> and just have nothing but stuff for their fans and constant updates and work. This game's been going for five years, and the second it's not active anymore, we announce the next... They, they don't have shit. Now, Goat talked about this sell-off here. Uh, NetherRealm was a part of this. It's owned by WB. There's been rumors that it's going to be spun off. Maybe this has nothing to do with this dude. But this is the best-selling fighting game of all time. It's, it's not even close. Millions and millions and millions of copies. And Mortal Kombat 11 was the biggest-selling one in, in the series. So you're, you have all the momentum in the world. There were rumors of we're going to get Shaolin Monks 2. We're going to get remastered Mortal Kombat 3. We're going to get Mortal Kombat 12 and all of that. Like mm -hmm. Everybody thought that what, what's going to happen. It's the 30th anniversary. Nothing. Nothing is yeah. going to happen. And nothing has happened. And now, dummy, I, 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 and I'm, I'm just saying this because I'm frustrated, but stupid <laughs> fucking... Ed Boone comes out and says, well, I don't know anything about it, but multiverses, I'd look to see what they got going on, which means that we're going to get one or two cartoony-ass uh, fucking childish-ass Mortal Kombat characters belong in that universe as much as I belong in a fucking bikini contest. It just, it doesn't, <laughs> I, I would not be able to win that. This is a, ch a childish pedophile game. I downloaded it and played it today. I, I could not believe what I was playing. And they're, that's what the announcement is going to be. We're going to get two guest characters in this WB entity where you can play as Velma from fucking Scooby-Doo. And 
I, there's so many characters I don't even know who they are. So where do I download this game? Oh, it's free. It's free, by the way. You know, oh, you know why? Sweet. It's, you know why it's free? They lie to you, and then you have four characters oh, you can play. Free to play, right? Three to play, and then what do they you, call it? What they freemium? If you want to play yeah. as Batman, it's sixty nine dollars or whatever the fuck. I am beside myself about this, <laughs> and maybe this dude does what he always does when they announced eleven. He came out at the VGAs, and it was the best sports game of the year. And he said. Oh, yeah, best sports game of the year. Hold on. And then the trailer dropped okay. for Mortal Kombat 11. Everyone lost their fucking mind. So maybe he's playing the long con. He has a little track record of, of swerving sure. from time to time. But it don't feel like it, and it doesn't feel like there's anything in the pipeline. And even if there is GOAT, it is fucking ridiculous how terrible the communication is considering how large their fan base is. And I, I guess they don't owe us anything. I guess... They do whatever they do, yeah. but, but when you look at what I keep going back to this, you look at how Street Fighter treats their fucking fans and gives them what they want. It's incredibly irritating, and I'm like, well, just keep going to sleep on that giant pile of money. It, and it is interesting. Uh, well, because I mean, huge announcements are actually a hallmark of Final Sunday at Evo. Okay. They've always been, you know, new characters or new expansions for games or just completely new game editions being revealed when the i believe street fighter 5 was revealed at the final sunday at evo way back when i guess in 2015 the year before it came out and there was a playable demo waiting after it was revealed on the screen when sure. you went back into the hall and everybody lost their mind and it was a blast and there was one year famously where capcom's big reveal got leaked on friday and everybody who came out to present a trailer or another reveal kind of gave a little you know, el rib elbow to the ribs of of the guy, the producer from Capcom. They said, "Oh, here's our big Comcast. Oh, wait, nope, wait, nope. This isn't ours. Our big. We promised the leak was not our fault, and it was just <laughs> sort of. It was a big running gag the whole weekend. So you wonder if maybe this is. You hope. I hope for your sake and for any Mortal Kombat fan out there. I hope that he is pulling a big swerve, and that you know when the game is wrapped up or nearing the grand finals on Sunday. Because I think it is on the main stage on Sunday. For I think it did finally it did make that level. I'll take your word for it. Well, whatever God it is, whenever four year old grand, game, whenever grand finals for Mortal Kombat is about to kick off, I hope they stop down for a big reveal trailer that satisfies everybody's curiosity. Because Mortal Kombat, as you mentioned, it's a huge seller, and it's in that kind of sweet spot where it has a lot of casual fans because of the IP and all of the years of notoriety that it's got. But it has a dedicated hardcore fighting game group as well. So it's in an interesting kind of middle ground that a lot of other fighting games don't necessarily get yeah, to. Yeah, because of the gore. And then the other part about it, selfishly, is that there, I don't like... Goat's game looks like an anime bukkake fucking <laughs> circle jerk. I don't I, mean any disrespect. I don't even want to tell you about the, the newer games that have come oh, out. Oh, I saw I, there's yeah. a My Little Pony fighting game <laughs> that makes that me want to put one. a bullet in my head. I, I understand one. that. Yeah. What I'm saying to you, though, is this game is made for adults. And it's very, very difficult to find entertainment that is made specifically for adults anymore it's it, there's lots and lots of this is for kids and adults can enjoy it also um and just this multiverses game i was just playing this and like this is if anyone over the age of 18 is playing this game i want their hard drive examined the second they're done with it um so you don't want to dive into the smash brothers community is what you're telling no me. i don't okay. and I, quite frankly i'm a little creeped out by the smash brothers community i hope they enjoy themselves <laughs> i'm sure they're not all predators but um yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Well, all right, then. All right, so, so, yeah, I hope for your sake there is something. Me too. 30th anniversary. Meh.
Yeah, Cap- <laughs> Capcom didn't miss a beat. They were like, here's a 30th anniversary collection. Go nuts. And by yeah. the way, I understand the fact that one of the problems may have been they had Injustice teed up to go, and now they don't know if they're going to oh, have the rights yeah. for Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman because if Warner Brothers spins off this fucking thing like they're doing with everything else, then they'd be put out a game if they don't own the rights to the characters. I understand that. But you could have... It's the 30th anniversary. You probably already should have had X, Y, and Z worked up for it that had nothing to do with whether or not you were going to release Injustice or MK12. Maybe even a book. Just some sort of retrospective. Anything. A video. Anything at Something all. Something fun. You like money? I don't know. I've, I always hope people like money. Well, it looks like we are. Uh, that's the second story tonight where maybe that CEO of Discovery is, in fact, a video game villain. Could be. Could be that he just has enough money. Maybe we found the first two people. Maybe that's what it is. Man. <laughs> As time keeps slipping away, so, you know, the science. Science marches on. I'm pro science. Yes, Throw I, a parade. I, it's it's always strange looking at the world and seeing what kind of you know we in Jurassic Park. I think the the line was, "What is it? You were so busy worrying about whether you could do it, you stopped. You, you didn't, didn't stop, stop to think, think about whether, whether you, should. you should." Yep. Uh, I saw a headline today that kind of stopped me in my tracks, and it was. Uh, the he- I'll just go ahead and read the headline: "Scientists revived organ cells in dead pigs." Okay. Now, your first you thought do the is, zombie bit. Is that what we're going for here? I'm just kind of like. Not necessarily even the, oh, okay, cue the zombie apocalypse. It's more like, is this a good thing? Is there a, is there a, a benefit to this? Is this something like, is there a, not in a freak out movie kind of way, but sure. is this something we need? I would say the argument would be if you've ever known somebody that is waiting around for an organ transplant, um, that by the way, if it works flawlessly, they're going to die in six years because the body is going to shut down from taking all the pills that it takes to get you to not and the stress reject. and everything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that to me is the gamble we're talking about, right? Like you would be able to if you can, if there's a liver that's dead and you can revive, you know, living tissue out of it. That that's kind of, I guess, what the goal would be. That does seem to be the the aim is that it's going to lead to longer lasting and more successful transplants. Yeah. And it's very much in the, the I don't want to say get-go stages, but it's in the get-go stages. It's very much rudimentary. Uh, it's following up on a study they did a few years ago where they actually, I guess, reanimated uh, brain cells in, in pigs as well. So it's kind of the next step in that to get living tissue to work on that. Now, uh, I saw that there were a lot of uh, there were nerve tranquilizers and things like that to prevent conscious thought and to prevent the pigs from like waking oh, great. up so, well, that's so they awesome. wouldn't freak out if they <laughs> if they were re if they woke up on the reanimating table and like go oh, nuts so it wasn't cruel uh, i guess as non-cruel as something like this can be but it, it's fascinating to think about what the applications could be for something like this yeah i would agree with you um the morons are immediately gonna go to anytime there's an ai story everyone screams Here skynet, comes skynet on the goddamn. Yeah. and it's it's now i will say there's a lot of <clears throat> Videos of robot dogs with M16s attached to them that would give me pause. Uh, yes. Where I'm like, well, that's not just kind of like the thing in Black Mirror. That's the actual <laughs> creature. Yeah, wait a second. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's good stuff, man. Especially, you know, it's it's difficult to... 
sometimes you get born with a bad hand. You, know, you get born with something that don't work right, and then you just you're fucked the rest of your life trying to cobble together some type of existence. If we could pop a pancreas out and pop a new one in, <laughs> you know, I think we'd all be in favor of that. I used to uh, think about filing a patent for uh, liver cartridges. Okay, where you'd basically get a thing installed in your side, and Give if it you to had me. like a like a horrible, you know. Once it got dirty, you took it out, you put a new one in, or you could rinse it out if you wanted a permanent one. Just basically something where you could really do that. But I, I think that might be a little far down. Well, because if you get if you drink your liver to death and then they give you a new one, you're not allowed to drink anymore. Right. And if you do, they'll they'll stop, you know, supporting they'll your cut liver. You off. Well, yeah, that's exactly. the beauty of the replaceable liver cartridge. It's meant to be disposable. So you know, you oh, just get it. a new one. You subscribe, get one annually, call it a day. So and then that's... and then maybe we get to the discless liver cartridge where we just download the I love new liver it. into it, it, wirelessly. Right in there. I might have been drinking the evening I came up with this idea, <laughs> but uh, but. But hey, it's it's a thought, it's a theory. Nobody out there steal it. All right, I don't, I don't think you got to worry about that. <laughs> um, but I also think this this caused me to think about the thing that I read about a few years ago. It was like not three D printed meat, but like cloned meat. Sure, because then you have the ability to continue eating meat. It's basically a replicator, right? Without the unfortunate process of hitting a, the ball peen hammer in yeah. the middle of the head as, as you like mentioned likes to do whenever you see the videos of the cows coming out you after the bad. winter you're like oh i wish beef didn't taste so good frolicking yeah. <laughs> well and that's another problem that i think a lot of goddamn vegetarians and shit they, they don't understand i'm not against the impossible burger i'm not against any of that stuff it just doesn't taste right, right. it doesn't taste like a burger it's off and yeah. the second it's not, the second my electric car plugs into the same outlet my phone charger does it charges in an hour and i can drive 500 miles i'm gonna get an electric car because i'm not <laughs> shackled to the internal combustion engine i don't give a fuck right i care about customer service you're and not fanboying for no, gasoline no so the second beyond meat tastes the same as uh a ribeye done let sign me up i'll, yeah. I'll buy one tomorrow you're a long way off from that being the case. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen that for for meat. I've also seen that for again. The reason it got me there was because I've seen that uh, as a proposal. It's, it's someday in the far future they'll be able to do it with organs as well. This is maybe maybe this is the first step. Organs are delicious. Um, I pulled this up, and I don't mean this is an attack on goat, but it's going to sound fine. like it. Um, just to the point that I was saying, Jim. Yes. Here you go. All right. Virtua Fighter has sold 5.4 million copies. Soul Calibur, 17 million. Street Fighter, 46 million. Tekken, 51 million. Super Smash Brothers, 65 million. Mortal Kombat, 73 million. So wow. that is the level of disparity yeah. between it and its competitors, which is goddamn frustrating. Well, now. I just want to give them another $100. That's you know, all I want to do. What it, was it the old uh, the hot chick? The hot chick doesn't have to pay as much attention to you. I guess. I You're guess already that's, there. That's what it You're is. already spending money. The other guys have to try harder. And I'm doing something I hate. I'm, I'm attacking a person that provides shit that I enjoy. I just, I'm petulant and childlike. I didn't think the hot chick theory worked in video games as well. Well, it does. It works Jester. everywhere, really, doesn't you it? You haven't been on Facebook or Twitch and seen some of these vapid goddamn <laughs> well, chicks meaning, with their low-slung bras. You mean literally the hot chick. <laughs> Getting numbers I can't even dream about scratching. <laughs> All right, speaking about that, let's scratch uh, Jester's alcoholism. It's oh, John Rage with a beautiful donation. Worthy of goats having a little sip for you, Jester. You all right, bud? Yep, just dropping stuff. He threw his uh, bonging mechanism on the floor. I have always said that Jim Jester is one of the most coordinated people I know. I never heard you say that before, actually. I, I say not... it very quietly. I get, okay, all right, whisper <laughs> yeah. it, yeah, maybe yeah. to yourself at home at it, night. Maybe sometimes just internally. It's funny, whenever Jester comes over here to do something, I just brace myself because... <laughs> Shit gonna get fucked up. 
All right, Jimmy. If I can request a, a grease man, hey there, boy. Well, that's that would be the. Hey there, boy. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's a very good. Suck that thing. Suck it down. <laughs> Thank you, John Rage. Jim Jess took down that bad boy for that candy's ye. bone dry. Bone dry. I'm okay. I just, you, one I, of these when days, when you say you're okay, that always means you're actually okay. One of these nights, I do want him just to drive straight to Innova, you know, or Innova or whatever. <laughs> right across the fucking street. Just go check yourself in. I hear if you dial a certain number, they'll give you a ride anyway. You don't oh, even need to drive. Oh, yeah. man. What a what, what a about, costs a lot. What about back to your car? Mm, that you have to get a new Are you mean an ambulance? I mean, maybe. Those are expensive, Jim. <laughs> right. And also, by the way, your your medical insurance is we've, screaming. We've discussed it that. It is oh, screaming no. right now. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Jimmy, don't need to put no more stress Screw on that bad boy. <laughs> This is your time. Yep. Sure do. So, boys, I want to move back to the uh, the sports realm, if at all humanly possible. Sports? Sports. What are those? I need uh, I need baseball dukes to come back out from uh, right. the previous couple he, of shows. He's not well informed. There's a, uh, there's a pitcher. <laughs> wow. You sound just like an organ. <laughs> Speaking of organs. hey <laughs> Uh, he throws baseballs for the Kansas City Royals. Nah. Uh, somebody apparently was heckling him from the stands that got so possibly disrespectful that he decided to pick up a drink and throw it into the crowd nah. at the fan. Sure. Are we getting to a stage where even Major League Baseball is going to look like roller derby or hockey with the plexiglass? <laughs> well... I need to know more about this situation as far as Agreed. what was said. I think Jester did a little headline reading for this one, it sounds like. Um, here's here's These stories pop up quite a bit. The NBA, they, their players like to act like they're fucking being assaulted every time they walk in and out of a stadium. I, I'm of a dual mind about this. One is it, they're performers. You jump up on stage and you try to hug Britney Spears while she's dancing. You deserve the wood shampoo. I, I'm reminded of the guy that jumped up on stage with, I think it was Chappelle. Chappelle. Tried yeah. to hug him and they just kicked the shit out of yeah. him all the way into the <laughs> hospital. And I was really, really happy about that. Um, the athletes are babies. Um, I, the, the heckling that used to happen in the 60s and 70s, I guarantee, is a thousand times worse than the heckling now. But the fans are also entitled dickheads. And... <laughs> they're not just going, they're unhappy in their home lives, and they're getting blackout drunk, blotto yeah. fucking drunk, and going and acting and in ways they never would if they didn't have that safe space of he's on the field, he won't do anything. And every once in a while, you know, them getting their comeuppance, I know that the league is never going to be okay with that. As a person, though, I'm fine with it, because... Those guys ruin it for the people in the stands, too, the drunken assholes making it all about themselves. Absolutely. Um, Especially when it's with vitriol, when it's sure. like mean-spirited. That's the worst. That's why I would really love to know what was actually said, because I think there's a level of heckling that's absolutely fine. If you're, you know... And almost expected. If you're giving somebody crap about being terrible at their job, or, you know, if you're just like, you suck, or, you know, whatever, it's random stuff, or if you have something even remotely clever. But a lot of times, I feel like there are people who just take it to a very personal degree sure. or get really ugly if there's something about family or something like that. I, well, I you go to more sporting events than anybody I know goes. Yeah. So, I mean, is that something you see a lot of? Not very frequently. Uh, mostly people just, you know, it, it's really a lot of like, you suck, or, you know, I hate you, or there's somebody who thinks they're very funny, but 
it generally doesn't get super personal and evil, like mean. Like I hate the people that this is again. This is going to sound like I run at you. It's not. I don't. That's fine. I don't like it when pe- I I have never once bought a ticket to see anyone sitting in the stands, and the guys. That, that, when it turns into open mic night, right? Yeah. The, the firemen eds, the loud goats. The, yeah. Like I, I don't. Those guys all stink. I don't. <laughs> I don't want it. Like it's not why I'm there. I'm there to watch the goddamn game. But you also you're in part of society, and shit's going to happen. I understand that, but. Um, it's weird to see both sides of this where I could understand wanting to do that, mm-hmm. but it's also, I don't know if we did it on this show or the other show, uh, Goat, when Tannehill came out and said that he wasn't going to mentor Malik Willis or that's not his job. Yeah. It's like, bro, you can believe that. There is no fucking reason for you to say it. Exactly. You just so, keep it to yourself. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 if I'm that dude and somebody's saying something that vicious to me and I, I'm not, they're not saying it to me right now, so maybe it's easy for me to say, I think you go to the manager or you go to someone and say, that guy right there, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, and you can make that happen if you're a Absolutely, baseball player. You've definitely got the pull for that. I, yeah. I think, what is it? The one that got me when, like, some popcorn ended up on top of somebody's head. You can't throw something. No, but it's ridiculous. Throw it. You know, having some popcorn sprinkled on your head is certainly not the batteries in the outfield in Philly. <laughs> you know, there's degrees of this sort of thing that I think come with the territory. But then again, like you said, I'm not in that position. I know that if I were out there competing at a high level and somebody's there just needling me the whole time, there's a degree that I can let go like if they're just you know the normal sports fan taunting but if it's something that say like you know if i had a death in the family or something oh i guess it's a good thing the stuff that i guess like christian's promos in aew the last few weeks uh were about you know jungle boy's dad being dead and he's going like if somebody in the fan in the stands says that to me as an athlete and they're like oh i guess it's a good thing your dad isn't around to see you like screw up that play and it's like hey Go to hell, man! Right. Like, you know that that maybe that crosses a little bit of the line. You would never put up with this, also in other forms of entertainment. Like if you went to see a play like the, like or the you theater. went to, yeah, yeah. And I don't. I mean, there's hecklers in comedy clubs, but I don't think anybody's all that favorable um, that feels that way. And I, I mean, sports, it almost feels like the shit's embraced too, yeah. which is kind of weird. Some self policing probably would help. Um, I, I don't like more moderate. Like I don't like more cameras and more nets going up because exactly. you know at some point you're taking yourself out of the live environment. Well, and that's the wild part is the these the person the fan was seated behind the dugout where there is the yeah. net now. Basically, I mean, a couple years ago, I guess it was uh, Major League Baseball put the nets. Is that essentially all the way oh, out I, to the outfield? I, oh, yes, it is, Jesse. You know why? I, I did three yeah. days of calls about that. Was, I'm sure you, you heard a lot about it, and I heard a lot about what you heard about My it. My soul so just died. It was kind of – it's a bummer, though. I mean, it's it, – like you said, when you say, does, are we getting to a point where plexiglass is going to be – is every sport going to be played in a, in a bubble – at some point, I, I hope not. I think the answer is yes. But I think eventually, maybe it ends up having to get there. Um, I, I, I for think, whatever reason, yeah, I yeah. think is a, the the problem is is that it's it's these alcoholics, and you got to start. And I don't know because that's a slippery slope too. As much as I hate that term, I, was like, say, get, I mean, you do enjoy drinking. I don't ever do this. I, yeah. I mean, maybe when I was nineteen or twenty, I would like there'd be a Cowboys fan, you scream and yell at them or whatever. But like. Um, I've never thrown anything onto the. I tell you, if you want to, if you think this is bad, go watch when Hulk Hogan joined the NWO. Oh See how the, uh, <laughs> the crowd treated that. And then the following two years of WCW Nitro main events, they just allowed trash to get thrown just stuff in. everywhere. Litter coming I, I, in. Yeah, I don't know how you don't just start arresting people left and right. So, what's your answer, Jester? You want that? You want the dude strung up or? I mean, I don't, I don't need him to be strung up. I don't like his rebuttal on Twitter where it was about uh, you wouldn't want me to come to your job and heckle you. 
that's like the same argument of, of people bitching about how much money athletes make. We're not in that position to make that kind of money because we don't have that talent. So it should kind of go the other way around where you are this person. You have to accept this type of behavior. I mean, if there's racial slurs or whatever that's not acceptable anymore – Sure, or, or, or have never been acceptable. Yeah, but the, yeah, no, no, anymore. <laughs> in the past six months. Um, the problem is, though, is that that's also the second someone throws that out there, like he called me this. Mm-hmm. Well, then the whole argument shut down. Like there's no recourse, and I, I I've never. I just, I'm again. This is my own personal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been going to football games and baseball games and hockey. I've never heard anyone right. say anything remotely approaching that ever at a game. And over the past couple of you know years that's been thrown out there so i understand what jess is saying even though back the time that he enjoys where all those words were still <laughs> completely acceptable Damn, along um, with drunk driving being legal right right right. it's what he wants yeah. he used to be able if your Encouraged. wife got a little mouthy you know what happened they, yeah. um oh, i bet those were the days yeah, oh the, my god you one of those you know impossible you would update your uh, policy jester when you black her eyes she gets an impossible steak and puts it right on there to try to take down or a clone piece of steak so then i don't have to spend money there you go that's right then you can just throw it into the skillet right after that that 3d printer out and go to town yeah jester's a monster i'd like to go ahead and reinforce that Uh, bully big bully Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Little Caesars Pizza, but uh, we have had some success up here with them. I greatly enjoy Little Caesars Pizza. It's fine. I, I like all manner of pizza. I'd generally. have to agree. Yeah, it goes into that same. I don't. I don't order Papa John's, but if there was a box of Papa, I noticed there's not a box of Papa John's back there, which is a huge bummer. Uh, <sighs> but if there was, I would go back and have a slice because it's a slice of pizza that's near me. Indeed. Um, and I feel the same way about Little Caesars. Now, I think Ant-Man brought in one that was actually really good. I don't. I think maybe it was the bacon-wrapped crust. Well, I might not have been here for that one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I yeah. do remember that. Uh, one of them I actually really liked quite a bit. Um, the one thing, though, universally, and I know you're going to be with me on this, code, the mm-hmm. old world pepperoni. Oh. Um, and I feel like maybe it's I, I like being out ahead of a, a couple of trends. This one, most assuredly. I feel like it's catching hot fire. It where, does. Yeah. You've seen a lot more of the old world pepperoni. If you guys don't know what that is, it's a little cup pepperoni um, where when you cook it, it curls up on top of the fucking pizza. And there's actually like a little, you know, half shot of grease in it usually. Yes. Um, if it's good, a lot of places that I've been ordering, like Marco's uses old world pepperoni. It's one of my favorite places to order from. And um, there's a couple of different places we order from where you get both. So you get normal which pepperoni and then old world. Why choose? Is, yeah. Little Caesars is launching what they're calling it the Fanceroni Pepperoni Pizza, which is a pizza topped Ooh. from edge to edge with over 100 slices, goat, of old world pepperoni um, on every single pie. Wow. Going all the way to the edge, they say, encourages a special texture and overall crunchier bites, which uh, my wife prefers. Um, I, I think there's a time and place for Thin Crust Pizza for me as mm-hmm. well. Only $9.99 for this bad boy. And they say, uh, I love the fact that they've gimmicked this hot and ready policy up. It means heat lamp. It means the pizzas oh, are yeah. <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. under the... But it's there. No yeah. waiting. Uh, they are testing it in, uh, well, August. So I guess they're testing it now. So be on the lookout for the Fanceroni Pepperoni Pizza. And I like the gimmick of... Uh, Taking the the shit all the way out to the edge. Yes, to the topping. That was my first real big takeaway. Is I appreciate it when you get pizza from the center all the way out. Sure. As opposed to pizza, and now if the if the pizza's good, crust is its own joyous experience. I am actually as be. a fan of bread, 
on a, on a regular basis. I, I know there are not too many things I like to share with Ant-Man as far as personality <laughs> traits, but uh, enjoying a bit of uh, bready pizza is definitely one of them. But I also very much enjoy having the same bite of pizza all the way from the middle all to the edge. It's good. Um, I, the And also, the dough... If it's shit pizza, this is a, a wiser policy. Mm-hmm. Like, give me more of the sauce and the right, cheese right, right. and the toppings. Good pizza, you, the crust is ex- it's part it's of important. The yes. Yeah, because it's really, really. That's why that um, that one place that we order from locally that I, I won't. I'm gonna stop plugging because they've never given me a free pizza. Um, <laughs> that's a shame. I never get thin from them. I always get the hand toss because the dough's so good. Like I want to sit there and, and eat the dough afterwards. Um, and then dough makes the pizza. That being said, uh, you're right, Goat. A, a consistent pizza all the way to the very edge that you're enjoying as the slice progresses. Uh, it's always a great experience. Yeah, there was a local place. I, I don't know if either of you gentlemen have eaten it. Uh, Three Brothers. Of course. Uh, they, the Sicilian with the sausage, because they did the crumbled sausage. Bit. Okay. So instead of chunks of sausage sprinkled throughout, you got a coating of crumbled sausage covering the entire slice. Domino's used to do a bit where they had crumbled and sliced sausage. Ooh. And uh, that is something I don't see. They don't do anymore, of course. Uh, yeah, sliced sausage is very much a rarity. You would think that that would... Because you eat slices of pepperoni. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> sliced sausage on a pizza sounds like it would be... A no-brainer. Almost easier to do than the crumbles, or than the uh, than the meatball size. Yeah. The tiny meatballs of sausage. Would it be cost prohibitive, I wonder? Potentially. like that. I, I guess know. you'd roll them through a slicer and call it a day. However you mass-produce the slices of pepperoni, just apply the yeah. same deal to the sausage. It is very strange to me that the way that you get sausage on a pizza... You would never eat for breakfast, you know. It's just like those weird tiny little chunks. Yeah, and then they crumble Unless up. Unless you mixed it in with a scrambled egg or something. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fine. But um, you would have you you know your patty or your link, you know, yeah. is what you would have. So I don't know. But yeah, thin sliced sausage. Now I'm starting to think like we should just make our own thin. Sliced yeah, sausage I don't know why we wouldn't just do that. That seems like it'd be well worth the investment. It's like a time, win to me for certainly. Uh, I think we have time for okay. Let's go another round. Well, all right. Who gives a fuck who gives a shit? Now time is winding down. As time keeps slipping away. This evening we've spoken about professional wrestling. See. And we've spoken about video games. Jer- uh, uh, Jester's hate. Our, that is, well, that's just a constant constant topic. He's a bully. Have we spoken about wrestling video games yet? Uh, no. But well, in case there were any female listeners, let's just hey. go ahead and give them the old drop kick. I'm just playing the hits sure. from my own experience of life up until now. Sure. Uh, have you you guys spent some time with the old uh, Nintendo 64, WWF, and WCW games? WCW versus right. NWO Revenge is one of my favorite games of all time for the N64. And... It, Ever since then, I feel like wrestling video games have gotten more and more. I guess they've they've kind of tried to trend more towards being simulation games, yeah. and they end up getting in that like Madden territory. Like the old Genesis versions of Madden, and even the earliest versions of the PlayStation Maddens, they were a lot of fun to pick up and play because they were clearly a video game. Yeah. As time's gone on, they've gone. Oh, where it's more realistic. It's more realistic. It's like. There's a reason I'm not a head coach in the NFL. I'm not an offensive coordinator. It's because I don't have the time to do it, and I don't have the time to devote to playing this game. I do have the time to devote to this lovely dog that just came up. Ripley's checking in on you right now, yeah. She's really enjoying your performance tonight on the show. I appreciate it. Ellen Ripley, dude. She's a delight. She's Um, in the building. Well, and she hasn't come over and demanded a tennis ball from me, so I'm ahead of the... Well, that's nice. I've avoided executive uh, scorn. You're ahead of the coiv, as they say. Yes. And... 
as the games have gotten more complex for wrestling, I've kind of drifted away from Me them. too. Recently, AEW, and I guess in the last year and a half or so, AEW announced that they had plans to release a throwback, I guess, almost kind of video game called AEW Fight Forever. And they just revealed match types and more, and one of those is including exploding barbed wire death matches. Like that. Wow. And one of the fun things about the old wrestling video games is that you can put any stipulation you want on there and the creator wrestler allows you unlimited creativity mm -hmm. but the reason i'm excited about this game and it's just sort of this news story was a way to sort of get into talking about this is it's sort of a return to those more i guess simplified controls the gameplay is more fluid and fun it's developed by ukes which was at ukes and thq which were the guys who did those old school games that had the pick up and play create your own storylines, you can kind of book a match inside. It's there for you to enjoy from a wrestling game standpoint as opposed to having to learn 78 different combos or more an accessible. arcane system. Sure. Yeah. The last time I saw, I remember someone doing this, there was a game that came out, uh, what was it? that was in the townhouse, WWE All-Stars, okay. uh, which was crazy kind of over-the-top arcade More arcade yeah. Which was a shitload of fun. But it wasn't as replayable, I would say, as some of the uh, the WWE simulators I have played okay. in the past. But, you know, you always go back. Was it WrestleFest? What was the one, the, the Million Dollar Man? And oh, the, yeah. The Legion of Doom was the boss. Um, you could be Earthquake. It was in the arcade forever when I was a And kid. it was just button-mashing hysteria. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. It was just amazing. And then you, you had it. You're going to put $2 into it, or you're not, you're not going to beat it. <laughs> and then they put out one, I recall, where it was almost like a fighting game, where there was fireballs, yes. like the, the Undertaker could throw ghosts at you and shit like that. Yeah, that one was really weird. I believe that was Midway, because I think that was in the wake of Mortal Kombat. Sounds about right. Yeah. They, this is going to get real nerdy. They use a lot of the sprites from that game in the Mugen that I watch on Facebook ah. gaming streaming. Nobody knows. <laughs> we might I'm have spoken about that about. off mic a yeah. couple times, yeah. but you know. I like it. Um, I would. Uh, I definitely would give it a, a go. Uh, is there a release date? Everything well, I've seen about that game is kind of nebulous. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. When it was first announced, uh, I guess they kind of suggested that they were aiming for the first quarter of 2022, okay. which obviously has come and gone. That didn't work. Uh, one of the things I am encouraged by is that Kenny Omega has been sort of involved um, he is an avid video gamer, uh, as anybody who follows wrestling, even to a mild degree, is probably aware of. So his passion for video games and wrestling kind of being the perfect crossover for him being involved in the production of this game. So it's very encouraging on that front. Uh, I'm really hoping that it gets off the ground. They have released a a few more minutes of in-game footage as as the last year has gone on, and it looks pretty great i i say it, it has the benefit of modern graphics technology and the new consoles and all that good stuff but i'm hoping that it ends up making it to see us and doesn't just become a piece of vaporware yeah i'd love to see that because it looks awesome and those games were so much fun they were they still are i yeah. don't know if you ever like a lot of those if you play goldeneye now yeah it, it does not hold up no it's tragic but um, but wwe wwf oh, no mercy definitely still holds it's up it's great and yeah. that uses the same like uh it's in that same yeah combat same system as WCW. Yeah. yeah yeah i hope that's as good as it they uh if it is if it actually does that and recreates that uh, process of playing a game like that i think it'll be tremendous i definitely pick it up Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, that's not that was Jimmy's turn. I don't want to skip Jimmy. Screw him. <laughs> this Screw him. is your time. He wears Lime's shirt out here. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want it to go to waste. Go ahead, Lime. So I uh, there's a <laughs> Limey Jester. 
This one is not going to be favorable for Dukes, but go. Uh -oh. I oh. feel like you might be. <laughs> now I'm on listening. The All right. I've got jokes. Again. <laughs> Again, something we unfortunately share with Ant-Man. How would oh, you feel uh, about a new Snickers shaker seasoning for breakfast foods such as pancakes or waffles? Hmm. I'm always intrigued by these novelty shake-on seasonings, and unfortunately, I feel like 90% of the time, I'm let down. They make a lot of these already. There's a Twix one out. Twix yeah, came I out see. last There's year. Teeter. There's yeah. a Cinnamon Toast Crunch one. Okay. That's out. Where it's just, it's the coating that goes on the Cinnamon Toast I Crunch, guess. which I guess is just cinnamon sugar. The fuck do you use it for, though? I mean, I mean, I right. don't do a lot of baking. I think the only thing I would, the first thing I'm ever really thinking about, uh, I know that we part ways on this, I enjoy popcorn. Okay. So having that stuff to shake on a uh, fresh bowl of popcorn is intriguing to But me. you would rather mm. the popcorn be sweet than a savory? It depends on the day. Okay. Because I have a, uh, what is a homemade biscuit seasoning, which has that salt and pepper kind of vibe to it, which is actually really of course, great. Of course you do. I mean, of course I do. <laughs> well, who else would? Yes. <laughs> Goat's homemade biscuit dust. I've cornered the market. <laughs> I do two oh. lines before I leave for homemade. the fastest hour in radio years. I've now, got some in my back pocket at all times. <laughs> You've blown my mind with the popcorn because the one thing I do like to do is I'll get a popcorn and raisinets and dump the raisinets okay. and shake the shit out of it. it stinks. And, yeah, well, I'm trashy. It starts melting and it gets all over your face. <laughs> That's always been the drawback for me. Is it raisinets? What is the one that traditionally goes in the fucking? Uh, is it goobers? Goobers. Goobers are the ones. Peanuts. Oh, and uh, yeah. I've heard uh, junior mints also. People throw I've heard that, that shit into it. I don't want mint. I don't with want my any popcorn. of that. I, yeah. I don't want the. Popcorn. Well, I just don't want chocolatey fingers yeah yeah that's that to me uh you get the mall rats shtick that it's goes on with me. that too but damn are they exquisite Would you like some chocolate covered pretzel yeah <laughs> michael rooker just disgustingly eats the rest of that bag mr Svenning is dragging them off um so what what you just making a snickers one yeah i mean i feel it's more of a novelty to be honest with you but when i see the picture of it next to a stack of pancakes it makes me think ah. jesus that would be I just, I, how many times do you make pancakes i don't often but yeah. just that picture it just drew now, me in I have mean, the pancakes already been sliced no, okay. no, I still get the joy of cutting those into nice. a thousand pieces. It just it there it just makes me so sad. And how much a, extra dust I could sprinkle? Oh on my god, the ratio up. would be the distribution of dust on an already yeah. cut stack of pancakes. I, I got. I already think I know the answer to this because it's just Jimmy always answers Let's the do question. It. Do you put what do you put ketchup on? Burgers, hot dogs. Okay, that's okay. already kind of gross. Do you put it on anything else? I don't think so. Are you looking like eggs or steak? Do you put it on steak and cheese? No. Oh, you sure? But oh. I put mayonnaise on it. Oh my god. <laughs> On a steak and cheese? Yeah. Well, that's not that unusual. Yes, it fucking is. No. <laughs> yeah, goat, it is. Is it? Yes. Cheese whiz, onions, peppers. Huh. No fucking mayonnaise on a steak and cheese. You can hold the onions. Thank you. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, yeah, it's because oh, yeah. it's, it's a vegetable. Yeah. God forbid. Supreme pizza. No more no more food stories for Jester. I don't want to puke. And I don't I don't want to get angry at him, so that's we can do Which is nice. It. Yeah, we I gotta, appreciate that. Kind of figure out a way where I can't get... I don't want to get... Put mayonnaise on a steak and cheese? Go. I don't. I don't like mayonnaise on anything. Well, then I why just, are you? What, what? Because I, I just thought it was a personal thing where I don't like mayonnaise. I've seen people do it. Yeah, but you see people put, you see Jester cut up a steak in a tiny little one-inch yeah. bites, uh, ruining it before he even has a chance to eat it. You're making a fair point. Oh, is he? 
People eat with their well, feet. Well, about the steak, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the pancakes, I, I've defended you before, but uh, yeah, the steak, I can't. That's where we parked Dude, he was, he was going to do it at Ruth's Chris. The only reason he no. didn't is I had to stop him. I oh, said, no. I won't pay for the fucking steak if you do it. Is that how he was going to eat all the ones for the challenge? I don't know. For the challenge, he was going to be allowed to do it. I mean, I think, that would have been funny. It would have been a lot of cutting. <laughs> we were sitting there at the beach. Two hours of cutting. I and watched, then finally I watched this mongoloid like cut up this stack of pancakes. That's what you do for a two-year-old. That's how you get a two-year-old to eat their food. Everybody oh. else at the table was so aghast. Everyone was livid. Everyone else except for me. And I'm sitting there going, what? That's how you get the most syrup on the whole thing. <laughs> Stupid. I get it. I've never been more confused by everybody being so angry. <laughs> I mean, everyone immediately, like, people were, couldn't finish right? their breakfast. They want to flip the table over. I got guff for milk. I ordered milk for breakfast because uh. I had heartburn from the night before. I was like, please, <laughs> please let this soothe the acid. You fucking imagine. I'm about to kick. If this dude wasn't a supporter of the show, I would ban him right now Uh-oh. for life. He said he puts mayo and ketchup on his cheesesteaks. I'd fucking kick him right ketchup. now. Ketchup. Just because. See, and that's I'd, where I draw the line. And I'd go and I'd see where he lives and I'd contact the local law enforcement and say, <laughs> I need you to at least check in on this dude. There are categories where you get signs in your yard. I think that might be one of them. 100%. Ketchup on a cheesesteak. You should have the- to go around all your neighbors and notify them that that's how you eat your cheesesteaks <laughs> and then they can uh, stake your front lawn. Be like, oh, all right, you're ostracized. <laughs> oh. It's been a very upsetting show this season. It has. It's been quite the whirlwind. It really has been. Um, This is strange. Uh, So a lot of people sent me this story today. I guess. Was it about Batgirl? uh, A lot of people sent me that story. Uh, The Roadhouse remake. I guess people knew about this. I Mm -hmm. did not. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is set to star in that, which um, he's a good actor. Um, Doug Liman is going to direct it, who's a very good director. He did did Swingers. bunch of other more successful stuff but that's what i know him from not feeling very roadhousey so far not at all um also it's 2022 can you fucking imagine how neutered that movie is going to be um <laughs> conor mcgregor is set for a lead in the roadhouse remake interesting um, i i think conor mcgregor has a lot of talents i think he's really good at a lot of stuff he might be the worst actor i've ever seen in my life <laughs> If you need an example, there is a Burger King commercial that he did. Oh. That is egregious. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's some Lucky 12 commercials. There's one where he goes ding, ding, like in Rocky. And I, I get. Oh, uh, see, that one pops me every time. No, no, but it's not. <laughs> he's not trying to be like Rocky. He's, oh. It's it's awful. Um, He's probably the greatest promoter we've seen in our lifetimes. Uh, he's, you know. You know, I think approaching a billionaire or something like that. He makes more money off the whiskey than he does now off his fight career. And right? good for him. Yeah. Clothing lines, all of it. Um, look, if he's just kind of like Cowboy Cerrone has shown up in a bunch of movies where if he's playing like a heavy or a tough guy or whatever it is, like if it's going to be a bunch of bar fights. Does he and, have a lot of lines? I don't. I hope not. That's the key. Um, but he's going well, to. I mean, when, 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 when Cowboy shows up, is he usually just kind of there to be menacing? Cowboy or? fought. In the movie that I saw him and he was in uh, Terminal List. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Pratt is storming the compound at the end, and he's one of the guys that he's fighting with in the goddamn house. And that was okay. It. I know that he was in some Infowars made movie. Was Ben Shapiro's fucking website? I couldn't even live tell wire you. Or something. Anyway, they're, they're making conservative movies now, and like he started one with Gina Carano. I haven't seen him in a lot of just traditional. Fair, so I don't know gotcha. the extent of Cowboy Cerrone's chops. Not a revival I, of Hamlet anytime I soon. I know Connor's a bad actor, okay. so like unless he's taking a bunch of classes, I'm a little worried about that. And I'm I'm worried about Jake Gyllenhaal is an actor, so he's going to be able to act. But 
Swayze was, you know, I don't know, like an action hero type, at least from what I remember. Although he's in Dirty Dancing, so maybe I don't yeah, know what Swayze the fuck Yeah, Swayze had a lot of range. About. But he also was built like a guy you think would be a bouncer at, you know, a rough and tumble bar. Do we need to remake Roadhouse? Can we just maybe make I, a another bouncer movie? Make Roadhouse 2. Electric make it a Boogaloo. bad sequel, and <laughs> okay. we can all pretend that it never happened, like Ghostbusters in 2016. Now, Swayze's dead, right? Yes. Um, yes. Sam Elliott is not. He's still with us, I believe. So yes. I think you're going to have to, I mean, if you want some of that, like, you got to try to, maybe this is in light of the Maverick shit because the last time i've heard about a roadhouse movie ronda rousey was supposed to be starring mm. as uh the main character so i don't know um it's a good director and he's a good actor so that makes me at least not as upset as i am about the way you guys feel about mayonnaise and steak and cheeses but <laughs> um maybe not to that degree yeah I, I would rather them continue to come up with original concept instead of this i think that's just a blanket statement for sure. hollywood overall like they, i don't know i don't have the affinity for roadhouse that a lot of people seem to i don't dislike it sure it's a fine motion picture but it's there fine. are people out there who are obsessed with it. yeah There's a, it gets that point break rub there's people yeah. that are almost those two movies specifically people are kind of zealots of those movies. And, and in some respect i remember uh the director of the view askew movies kevin smith yes. i just want to differentiate not our kevin smith. not our kevin smith <laughs> well, apparently we have two kevin smiths now i had no idea there's so many of them you have to be specific about which one you're referring they're to they're like rabbits <laughs> <laughs> cute and cuddly yeah um and f- they the, fuck well, there's that too. All the time. Um, but in any case, uh, I think he had a huge push for Roadhouse, where he at one point actually petitioned the studio to get to do a commentary track on a special edition of Roadhouse that eventually did come to pass. So I think at the the dawn of the podcast era, he right. had a I think he had a a Roadhouse podcast that was just dedicated to loving that movie. Are people liking it ironically? Because I, I mean, it's there just, have to be some people out there who who are, but I, it is a cornball '80s movie. Yeah, like, I think there's a lot of people out there the who world. are like, "Well, I love it." It's like, do you? Do you really? Do you? Uh, it's fine, and it, when it's on, I'll leave it on because yeah. it's kind of like you know, it's one of those soothing movies where if it's just in the background, there's, it's there's nothing. There's nothing to be upset about in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, I'm, I'm going to throw this on the end because it's my prerogative. Um, they're moving forward with. With Nobody Part 2. The producer Ooh. came out and said it is indeed happening. David Leach, I don't know how to say his name, was involved in John Wick, Atomic Blonde. I don't know what that is. And Deadpool 2, he produced. Was it Atomic Blonde, Charlize Theron? I'll take was your word the, for okay. it. Was it a hit? I've, I've never heard of it. I, I saw trailers for it. I don't believe I've ever actually seen it. Okay. Our Kevin Smith says no. Okay. Our, our Kevin Smith would know. Um, I would say that... Uh, this is good news. If you guys haven't seen Nobody, it is uh, smart, it's action-packed, it's got a lot of heart, and uh, it's actually kind of a feel-good John Wick, whereas when John Wick, <laughs> a lot of fucked-up shit happens. Yeah. Um, this one is more just a rollicking good time. And Bob Odenkirk, who I know everyone is just fucking in love with, um... I don't, I, I don't know anyone that would have thought he could pull off an action role the way he did no. in this. Uh, and then immediately had a heart attack, I think, and, and I'm glad he's okay. Uh, so it sounds like Christopher Lloyd's back. All the main pieces are back as well, which I'm excited about. At the end of the first one left an opening for con- certainly not necessarily a sequel per se, but the continuing adventures of this uh, of this group. Right. Which I appreciated that they, if this had been the if it had been the only one, it wrapped it up in a nice little bow, and you went. Oh, they're going to go off and do more stuff. Sure. It didn't leave a cliffhanger or anything like that. But the fact that they're going to give us more, I think we all walked out of the theater. It was the first movie, I think, 
that we saw towards the tail end of the lockdown. It was the first movie um, I saw back in the theater. That was when we yeah. went out on a Friday afternoon. We said, you know what? We're taking the afternoon off from work, going out to the movies. It's going to be a good time. Good movie to see in the theater. We all walked out feeling great about what we just saw and would not be upset about seeing more. So this is very welcome yep. news. And I know it's not you're not as bent on it as I am, Goat, but it's not Nobody's Daughter, which I appreciate as well. <laughs> I, you <laughs> so, know what? Uh, it's that, Nobody. I, Maybe Nobody too will be. That seems I, to be what happens. I mean, I just love the fact that Bob Odenkirk is having his time in the sun because Great. I've been a fan for a very long Great time. Great bus so. fight going on with that, Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting as well. All right. I think that's enough. That's that's fucking enough. You've had it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, though. It's no big deal. I just, I can't, I can't get the... I can't get the mayonnaise and then the cutting of the steak up. <laughs> it's just a lot the, to process. I understand. The waffle. I'm taking I'm back. What restaurant was it? Was it Bob's Eat and Get the Hell Out where you ordered a big stack of hot cakes? No, that was uh, at the diner. Chopped them all up. That was at the diner on, a, on, 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 I believe it was Monday morning. What diner are you talking about? It was at the diner down at the Outer Banks. i do not aware of a diner at the Outer Banks. Where we went to breakfast altogether. I understand that oh, a diner it, is it, where people go to grit, breakfast. Grits Grill. Okay, yeah, yeah, Grits Grill. Is that a diner? Okay, cool. It had old 50s retro decorations. I've never yeah, characterized it as such, but no harm well, no foul. Is that what, so we went there, and you ordered pancakes, or is it a waffle? It was pancakes. Oh, it was, pancakes. It was okay. definitely a stack yeah. of three pancakes. Yeah. <sighs> I love goat. Just Why? Believe me, he's as disgusted with you as I am. He's just a nice guy. He's not going to say it to your face. I think right. I might have admitted that I do the same thing with the pancakes. Oh, get that's the fuck out of here is goddamn I, That's where I draw the line at the steak. That's what about a waffle? The waffle has little cups in it so it can hold the yeah, stupid Yeah, you don't have syrup. to do it to a waffle. You don't have to do it to a pancake. You cut it and eat it as the meal unfolds. But how do you get the butter and the syrup <laughs> everywhere? Maybe you've had enough butter and syrup, Jester. Well, now this is a different matter entirely. How do you get the butter and syrup everywhere? You smear it on the, the whole unit so you don't have to sit there and fucking spit it on individual pieces. What are you talking about? But then you never get that one piece that you cut that's just super dry because you missed a spot? No, never. That's never once happened to me. You must teach us your ways. You fucking pour the shit on! <laughs> Those are my ways. I think he starts cutting before it has a chance to soak in. That could be a problem. That's really, oh, that's really what it is. Grown men, men in their 40s, <laughs> chopping up their, their, their pancakes. All right, boys. Thank you for being here today. Really appreciate it. Go, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, thank you to our audience, my wife and Kevin Smith and the dog. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, man. Live audience have done falling off. If you fucking would like to come out to a live show, the, the, the deadbeats in the chat that we have need to be replaced. And, Jimmy, I need you to take stock of the people that say no every time. Get them out. Oh, I got a strong taste of that today. When oh, I you sent did. The message out. Was it just thirty? Well, you, Brett, you're doing. You're pulling what I like to call a tour. People have lives. You gotta let them know a day ahead of time. You gotta say, "Hey, we're doing this show this week. If you'd like to come out, right. let I, them know two hours it. before yeah. we record the show is a little." Well, it's a solid six hours. But what I'm saying to you is that there's people Take that are saying no hard. all yeah. the time. Just get them on up. Get them up out of there. All right, go fuck yourself. We'll get a, no, 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 no. Oh they're paying. Co- they're oh, paying oh, sorry, customers. Sorry. Yes. That's not how we treat them. Well, that's you, how I treat them, but you cannot treat them. Understand. That way. You have been relegated to the non-automatic invite tier. Yes, you don't mm, get automatically yes. invited. If there's three no's in a row, okay, but we're going to move on and see if there's other people that would like to come and up. for Feel a live free show. to reach out to try and be reinstated, but you have to show up. Absolutely. I can't wait to make a spreadsheet. Absolutely. <laughs> ah, I'm a big fan of spreadsheets <laughs> over here. You both like spread- spreadsheets too. Well, we've discussed in the past that I'm a fan of procedures. So I understand that. Yeah. I just you have way too much in common with Jimmy. Is all it's I'm unfortunate. Say. Yeah, the, Fun yeah. We learned about the knuckle cracking before the goddamn. Yeah. Uh, is there? A, well, I'll play this to get us out of here. Go. You have a you have a thing, right? I do. Don't you have a thing? Let me. I see. mean, I'll just play this again. Oh, Welcome play to the fastest hour in radio on the Chad Duke Show. Oh, uh, just real quick. Uh, sorry. Uh, 
this is for free. I'm usually not this ornery. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe, <laughs> go to ChadDukeShow.com. You can get a uh, an episode every day. It's not that expensive. And uh, if you'd like to come see their 500th episode live, it's at the Tally Ho Theater on August 13th. 13th. Go to TallyHoTheater.com for tickets. We'd love to sell that bad Solid boy out. Saturday night out in Leesburg. It's going to be a good time. There's no ponies or rides or anything like that from what I hear, but... <laughs> If you're boarding a 737, you should join me on a ride to the Mexico City, where we'll tell you AMF! Yeah.